0: Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Josh Siegel. Construction on part of the Mountain Valley Pipeline has temporarily stopped because of a federal court ruling. And now the pipeline's developer says it's considering taking the case to the Supreme Court. It's the latest twist in the legal saga surrounding the proposed 303-mile pipeline, which would transport natural gas from West Virginia to Virginia. On one side, MVP is favored by West Virginia Senators Joe Manchin and Shelley Moore Capito and was backed by the Biden administration as part of the June debt ceiling law. But including MVP also infuriated other lawmakers on both sides of the aisle and received pushback from some environmentalists. So today, Politico's Ben Lefebvre breaks down where things stand with MVP and the reaction it's Wednesday, July 12th.
1: On Monday night, the Fourth Circuit Court of Appeals came out and said they ordered Equitrand, the company that's kind of building the Mountain Valley pipeline that they had to refrain from starting construction of the pipeline in a three-mile stretch of the Jefferson National Forest, while the court kind of considered environmental groups' case against the pipeline. Mountain Valley Pipeline, they were just about to start building that stretch of it. And this kind of came as a surprise. The Senate had passed in its debt ceiling legislation, you know, earlier this year, language that said that the executive branch, like the interior department and other executive branch agencies had to like basically green light Mountain Valley pipeline and kind of stop holding up any permits that that they might need. So this, this court ruling kind of came out of nowhere and said, you know what, never mind that we're still going to hear this case. Everybody, you know, put down their tools on this.
0: Right. And they haven't ruled on the merits, right? Correct. This is just a stay until they do. Okay. Mm And in response, you know, the company developing the pipeline said on Tuesday that it would consider going to the Supreme Court to just challenge the stay. So what are they arguing there?
1: Equitrans is arguing that it's the same thing, you know, as, as you heard from Senator Capito and Senator Manchin, that look, this legislation that was passed earlier this year is crystal clear on you know having this pipeline go forward there there's no grounds for uh, having another case you know it's just basically the law is the law and this pipeline is supposed to have all permits approved and all things ready to go
0: right and so could the supreme court actually hear this case as far as the merits of it down the line and if it does what does that mean for the construction of the pipeline
1: the supreme court could hear the case i mean that's kind of like the big if right the supreme court you know, earlier this year did have a ruling that actually went against Mountain Valley Pipeline. So if the Supreme Court hears something on this, it would be two times that this pipeline goes before, you know, that hollowed body. Mountain Valley had been hoping to build this pipeline or, you know, have it it finished by the end of the year. And now they're saying this could push, you know, even further or this could delay even further the building of the pipeline.
0: Wow. And so how are supporters and opponents of the debt ceiling provision greenlighting this project, reacting to this ruling that, as you said, was surprising.
1: They're obviously, they're kind of, you know, thankful this is happening. They're glad this is happening. It's been interesting because, you know, as we mentioned, there's this real question of whether Congress has the power to basically tell the executive branch, stop what you're doing on this one specific project, this one special and this one Congress dictates will get built no matter what other kind of case law or what, kind of, what other you know regulations are normally surrounding this kind of infrastructure project. I don't remember ever seeing that in the past. And obviously, I'm not a lawyer, but it, it does seem like it's a question that the court could take up and say, this is a divisions of power issue. So the green groups are very much thinking that this court of appeals is going to go that route and hear a case on this.
0: Yeah. No. And, and from the Senate side, I mean, you mentioned Senator Capito and Manchin, senators from West Virginia, who are the you know big proponents of uh, this provision and given the pipeline starts in West Virginia. And they, uh, yeah, I mean, I talked to Capito and she was basically, you know, she'd seemed pretty jarred that about this ruling. And it almost, you know, as she put it, I mean, I think we were explicit in the language that this judicial ping ponging, as she called it, cannot continue. And You know, she was accusing the Fourth Circuit of being political. So I I do think there was a sense maybe, you know, naively on on their part, given what we've seen here, that this would be the end and the pipeline would move forward and and people would kind of drop their uh, challenges. But, you know, as we've seen, that isn't the case.
1: And you know, as you heard from Senator Tim Kaine, you know, from Virginia, who's been against this project for a while, he kind of raised that issue, too. It's like, are, you know, is Congress, are, are we allowed to do that? <laughs> Can we Are we allowed to just have a one project, you know, lighted and just kind of jump ahead of all the regulatory stuff that it already exists? And, you know, you know I was just thinking about this, it's kind of interesting, too, in that the Biden administration is still backing the pipeline. They're actually fighting. It's kind of interesting that if the argument is whether Congress can tell the executive branch what to do, the Biden administration in this case is saying, yes, if Congress wants to you know, put in a law that one project should be absolved of any executive branch you know, review or challenges, then that's just a weird place to be in.
0: Also, U.S. natural gas prices will rise in the second half of the year, according to the U.S. Energy Information Administration. That's what EIA said on Tuesday, projecting that prices will increase roughly 16 percent compared to prices from the first half of the year. EIA says the increase is expected because natural gas companies have cut back on production, while heat waves this summer have helped boost demand for air conditioning. EIA also said that upward pressure on natural gas prices is likely to continue next year as LNG exports are expected to grow 10% in 2024, with two new export terminals expected to start up. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our free newsletter at politico.com power dash switch and subscribe to Politico Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Josh Siegel and we'll see you back tomorrow. Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. Chevron is developing renewable diesel made with biofeedstock that can help reduce the life cycle carbon emissions of heavy duty transport fuels today. Learn more at Chevron.com.